welcome to the Slow the Fuck Down Show. I'm sensuality coach Casey Hall. And I'm trauma healer Elizabeth Menzel. Each episode we choose a theme and explore different stories, skills, and songs on that theme to help slow you down and lift you up throughout the pandemic and beyond. Welcome to episode two of season two, Slowdown fans. On today's episode, Slow the fuck down with gratitude. Get cozy, grab your favorite beverage, and soak in our soothing support. By the end of the show, you'll walk away with practical skills that actually work. So today we're going to explore how cultivating gratitude, or a state of thankfulness, can have positive effects on your health, self-worth, relationships, and even your finances. And of course, I'll be weaving in the neuroscience of gratitude. So many issues can get healed by practicing gratitude. So if you're feeling unworthy, having trouble sleeping, or experiencing pain, anxiety, or depression, we dedicate today's podcast to you. Yes, and along the lines of gratitude, of course, Thanksgiving is coming up, and that happens to be one of my favorite holidays. Despite the shitty origin of the holiday, my family has always viewed it as a time where we get to spend time with loved ones, eat delicious food, and just give thanks. And each Thanksgiving, my favorite part is when we go around the table and we say grace. And it's really cool because each person goes around and shares what they're thankful for. And before we do this, I always run around and I put the aluminum foil over all the food because I know it's going to take about 20 minutes. (laughs) And I hate when the food's cold, but I love it so much that I just... And just accept that that's part of it. And um, and it's so neat because as each person shares what they're thankful for, everyone else is just fully focused on them. And the sharing of gratitude creates this space for emotions to come through. That's when you hear a lot of the, gosh, I'm, I'm really thankful for my health this past year. I just love you guys so much. I think that's why it's my favorite part is there's there's nothing else. It's just each person sharing what they're grateful for. So beautiful. I love that tradition. And you know, we started a tradition on the first Friday night of the lockdown back in March. Happened to be my birthday. So we started a game night that has gone every single Friday night ever since. And we open for the first half an hour. If you jump on in the first half an hour, you get to share your wins of the week. And that's a great focus of Um, looking towards the good parts, being grateful. And, you know, sometimes people come to the call and they're like, oh, I can't, I can't think of any wins. And I'm like, are you breathing? (laughs) (gasps) Winning. (laughs) A lot of people cannot say they're still breathing this Friday. Like you got to look for the gratitude where you can. So I'm, I'm glad that you have that experience of your family getting together to do that. And, and I love doing that in any Any way that you can do it, I am all for people doing it. And, you know, I know so many people are bummed that they can't get together in person over the holidays. And I understand why you're really upset if you can't get together with your loved ones. But think about if this pandemic had happened 15 years ago. Mm. We wouldn't be able to just jump on Zoom and see each other and be together in that way or, or on FaceTime. We didn't have all of these amazing ways to visually connect. So while we can't connect in person, and I know a lot of you have Zoom fatigue and phone fatigue and you're sick and tired of meeting that way, I'm giving some 
extra gratitude that this exists. I mean, I was planning on a Friendsgiving this year and then COVID got bad again. And so we are each making one part of the meal and then we're putting it outside on our table at a certain time <laughs> and, and in portions and our friends are coming to pick it up and drop off their part of the meal. And we're doing um, a Great British Baking Show style bake-off <laughs> where four of them are competing. And then one of my friends and I are the judges. <laughs> we're gonna do the whole thing over Zoom. And I'm just so grateful that we still get to be together and still get to spend the holiday together and do this. And we've just come up with a, a fun way to do it. You know, I, I think these circumstances force us to be really creative so that we can make the connections we wanna make. Yeah, I love that. And I love your clever way of coming up with uh, ways to still make Thanksgiving work. Uh, we are, we normally have anywhere from like 10 to 20 some people. Our Thanksgivings are huge and we've had to really cut it down this year. We don't even know, you know, to the extent to which we will be meeting. Uh, but I love that reminder of the blessing of having the technology to connect in some way. I mean, I remember being a kid and watching the Jetsons and being like, wow, I wonder if we'll ever be able to see each other when we talk on the phone. And here it is, right? <laughs> Casey and I are across town, but we're totally seeing each other. We get to be together almost every day for our meetings and prep for our podcast and, and our workshops. And it's magic. I'm sincerely very grateful. I'm grateful for all of the ways we can connect now. It's faster. There's more ways than ever before in the history of mankind. So we're really lucky. I'm very grateful. And I'm genuinely bummed that I'm not going to be able to have the big Thanksgiving that we used to. Um, and I know my family is too, and I know it's really hard for them. One thing that I found is a, a soothing thought around all of that too, is that this is temporary. That's a great way to look at it, Casey. Thanks for bringing that in. It's one holiday season out of all of your holiday seasons. When your brain actually hears that the upset is finite, it allows you to be able to be with it more easily. Because when, when bad things happen, part of what the brain does is it goes on high alert. And one of the fears that comes up is, it's going to be this way forever. Oh, no. But when you tell your brain, you know what? This is temporary. This is just one holiday season and we're going to get through it. And by next year, it's probably going to be different and better. This, you can do it. You can, you can do it for one holiday season. Mm. And it's, it's really yeah. helpful because then like me and my friends, you, it frees you up to come up with creative new ways to connect instead of focusing on, I can't connect the way that I'm used to. It's, oh, how can I connect? How can I make this work? And you become solution-oriented instead of problem-oriented. So gratitude forces us to focus on the positive side of life. Our brain is automatically redirected to paying attention to what we have instead of focusing on what you don't have. And you know, that's also a very attractive quality, <laughs> right? People who feel happy, feel more positive, are looking on the bright side, they're more fun to be around. <laughs> that is the truth. So it's that attractive quality, attraction energy 
law of attraction, like part of manifestation work is that same thing. Feeling really grateful for what is, looking towards what you have instead of what you don't have, because that's how you get more of it. I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I've done a gratitude practice and it didn't work. Well, let's look at two things here. One, you actually have to feel grateful in your heart. You have to be sincere. It has to be real gratitude. And then two, you have to do it enough. You have to practice often enough. So maybe you're feeling the quality is low. You're not really sincerely feeling it in your heart. Or maybe it's the quantity is low. Maybe you're not saying thanks and giving thanks enough times. Because remember, we make new neural pathways to healthy thoughts and behaviors through repetition. So the more you're grateful, the stronger the neural pathway to gratitude becomes, the more you're able to feel grateful. Like Oprah says, it is not happiness that brings us gratitude, it's gratitude that brings us happiness. So that practice of gratitude actually makes your brain wired to feel grateful and positive. I love that. One of my favorite ways to practice building the quality and quantity of gratitude is actually by unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> so my partner washes and loads the dishwasher and I unload the dishwasher. And um, I very much so appreciate, thank you if you're listening. And so what I do is I open it up and I start with the top rack. And each time I take out a cup or a plate, I say something out loud that I'm thankful for, something or someone that I'm thankful for. So I will say, um, Jeremy, Elizabeth, Dale, I'm thankful for the coffee that I had in this mug. I'm thankful for the toast that I had on this plate. I'm thankful for running water. I'm thankful for hot water. I'm thankful for this house. And then um, what happens is in the beginning, it's a little bit harder to connect with that like sincere gratitude. But after I get about halfway through the top rack, it starts to get a little bit easier, right? And then I can tell because I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm thankful for this new client that I got. And I'm thankful for this, uh, you know, uh, working with Elizabeth on our podcast. And then it just starts going, 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 going. And then by the time that I get, I get to the bottom, I'm in such a flow state with it. And by the time I'm done, my energy has shifted. Right, right. It's been a snowball of positivity. And it doesn't matter. I can be in the worst mood and be like, this is dumb. It's not going to work. And then I'll do it anyway. And it works every time. You're a freaking genius. <laughs> Well, at a psychological level, gratitude conditions the brain to filter the negative and focus on the positive. And it enhances your ability to love yourself, to feel empathy towards others. It actually produces more dopamine, more serotonin, reduces anxiety and reduces depression and elevates your mood. It's magic. And look, you can do it just unloading the dishwasher, something you have to do every day anyway. I always say like, make your energy practices a practical part of your everyday life. Connect them to things you're already doing. It makes it so much easier. It is, I know. A 1998 study on gratitude and appreciation found that participants who felt grateful produced less cortisol, the stress hormone, had better cardiac function and were more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. 
I love that one. I love the word resiliency. I love cultivating resiliency. I'm a very resilient person. I've been through years and years and years of trauma and abuse, and now I'm happier than ever. So resiliency is an important energy frequency with me. And you know, like you said, it's hard at first. At first, you might feel kind of negative and feel like, oh, I don't even want to do this. But what happens with more and more practice as you build those neural pathways is you ultimately create a change in the brain's structure and function. And it makes it easier for you to access positive feelings. And then gratitude and happiness become your new set point. So where for me, depression or anxiety, you know, being really fearful and nervous and always focusing on the negative, that was my normal. That was my set point, right? And now my set point is gratitude and happiness. That that change has happened in me. And then you just, you primarily just feel pretty good as a matter of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, thinking about this makes me think of my grandma and my grandma, she was difficult to be around. What I know now is that she was a very traumatized person. And obviously she didn't have therapy. She didn't have the tools that we have access to to heal that trauma. And she always focused on the negative. And she was really hard on my grandfather and hard on us and, and tense. When she walked into the room, you could feel the tension in the air go up and everyone's ears go to the shoulders, you know? Everyone just got more tense around her. Yeah. And I remember even as a child, of course, I didn't know about the importance of gratitude, didn't have a gratitude practice, but I noticed her ingratitude. She always complained about not having a big fancy house and not being super rich. And I thought she had a nice house. <laughs> and my grandfather built a large part of their house and it was so unique and lovely and beautiful and she got to redecorate a lot and like me she was very into the energy flow of the home and how things move in the home and so her house always looked beautiful and had this flow and felt good but all she could do was complain about it and then when I moved away to Los Angeles and my mom and I were really poor and living in a two-bedroom apartment with two other families, you know, then I'd go back to visit her in a house that I thought was nice and secure. And she was still complaining about it and putting it down. So I really saw how the negativity bred the negativity and how her lack of gratitude for the abundance she had kept her from manifesting more abundance. I think there can be this belief that if you're grateful for what you have, then you're not going to get more. Exactly. And it is the total freaking opposite. When you are grateful for what you have, it opens up your energy, which opens your receiving channels, which attracts more to you, right? Here's that, here's that manifestation coming in again. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right? The more open you are, the more you can receive. She was closed. She was so shut down that when you got around her, you felt shut down. You know? But you know, that's what trauma does. In an attempt to protect yourself and to keep out the bad, you end up keeping out the good too. A block is a block is a block. It blocks the bad. It blocks the good. Mm -hmm. So you repel from you the very thing 
that you want. She wanted her family around all the time, but her negativity repelled us. She wanted more riches, but her ingratitude repelled her from getting more, right? And then that ties into I don't deserve it and low self-worth and poor me and and can keep you really locked in victim consciousness. I know because I was locked in victim consciousness for much of my life due to my trauma. And you can feel so stuck in that place. It's a dark place to be in. And gratitude is the exact opposite energy frequency of that victim consciousness. It puts you in the victor and out of the victim. And it can be hard at first to notice something good in your life. I know when I was getting change out of couch cushions to get ramen that was 12 cents a pack because that's all I could afford to eat. Like I I know how dark it can feel, but damn, be grateful for the quarter you find in the couch. (laughs) There are tons of neuroscience studies about the positive effects of gratitude. And I have so many examples from my real life. We had said we were gonna talk about um, how it can even affect your finances. And I have a really cute story about that. Um, From when I used to be a bartender, at a rock club in Chicago, shout out to Lounge Axe. One of the bartenders I worked there with said to me one day after working together for about two years, he said, you know, whenever I work with you, I make more money because we always pooled our tips, right? And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And he's like, what do you do differently? Like, why do you think that is? And I thought about it. And this is, again, still before I had a conscious gratitude practice or knew much about it at all. And I I went through it and I really thought about it. I was like, well, I'm truly thankful for every tip I get. People don't have to tip me. That's extra. They're not obligated. I'm not entitled to their tip. So if they leave me a quarter, I don't think, oh shit, it's not a dollar. I think, yes, thank you, another quarter in the tip jar. So the heart has 10 times the magnetic resonance of the mind. So it's a good entry point, like Casey was saying earlier, about when she starts loading, unloading the dishes, it doesn't really feel grateful. So that can be an entry point. But then you really want to work your way up to feeling sincere gratitude in your heart. And the more you do it, the more you make a neural pathway for it, the easier it will be to feel that sincere, true gratitude. So it takes you slowing down for a moment and allowing yourself to feel the actual emotions and feelings of thankfulness and gratefulness. I feel them in my heart. Like my heart gets a little tickly and (laughs) opens up more. So this other bartender started doing that, like right away. Like I watched him implement it immediately and he would look people in the eye if they just left a quarter or whatever, and he would smile and say, thank you. And I was uh, starting to study Barbara Brennan back then. I was starting to see an inside energy fields and I could see his heart chakra opening. And a couple weeks later, he said, you know what? We've been making even more money. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) We were, we just, even on slower nights, because now both of us were doing it and it totally upped our income. That was my first real like proof, I guess, in that way of sincere gratitude working. I mean, when you're sincerely grateful, when you really have that feeling of gratitude, 
people want to give you more, right? It's automatic when you're ungrateful, people don't want to give to you. <laughs> but when it's sincere gratitude, so then they leave you a quarter and it's sincere gratitude. And then they leave you a book and then they leave you five bucks. I love right? it. And then they're profusely thanking you. <laughs> it's just, it's, we build gratitude, builds on gratitude, builds on gratitude, right? We have all these open hearted people. It has been proven to me over and over again how valuable gratitude is. There's a saying, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never have enough. And that has definitely proven true in my own life. Woo! Now it's time for our slowdown skills, right after a commercial break and word from our sponsor. Hi, it's me, Elizabeth Menzel, the person who was just talking. If you are feeling tense, overwhelmed, stressed, and who isn't these days, I invite you to the Nonlinear Movement Method class. It's every second and third Saturday of each month. This is what I use to get 39 years of chronic stress and tension out of my body, out of my mind. It's a wonderful experience. I know you're gonna love it. Just go to thehappywomanacademy.com slash NLMM class. That's NLMM stands for Nonlinear Movement Method class. And you can grab your ticket for only 25 bucks and essential workers are free. So I hope to see you there. Go get your ticket now. And now a word from our sponsor. Hi, Slowdown fans. It's me, Mother Nature. For years, I've been asking you to pay more attention to me, and now it's finally happening. More of you are walking through my trees, fishing in my streams, gardening in my dirt, and meditating on my rocks. I'm so grateful for all of the attention I'm getting. Thank you for spending more time with me. Thank you, Mother Nature. And now for our slow down skills. Skill number one that comes to mind when I think about gratitude is called I have to versus I get to. An example, I have to get up this morning versus I get to get up this morning. I have to brush my teeth versus I get to brush my teeth. I have to take a shower versus I get to take a shower. I have to cook breakfast versus I get to cook breakfast. I have to go to work versus I get to go to work. I have to go out with my wife or husband or spouse tonight versus I get to go out with my husband or wife or spouse tonight. And so you can kind of feel the difference there in those two. Um, I have to implies this obligation and also feels like it's coupled with this sense of dread and unhappiness. I get to opens you up and it, it takes something like Elizabeth said, and it turns, I have to brush my teeth into, I get to brush my teeth. I get to have running water. I get to take care of myself. I get to have clean clothes, right? Like people complain about the laundry and I'm like, all you got to do is open up a machine, throw some stuff in there. Like you're not really doing that much. Doing laundry is not hard. <laughs> and then when I fold laundry, like I'm going to do after we record this podcast, I put on a movie 
and I'll just sit there and watch a TV show or movie and fold all my laundry or I'll do like stretches as I'm folding laundry or I put on great music as I'm folding laundry and I I'm like, wow, I get to do it. It's it's almost like a break. You know, and this this skill I really hit home for me. Um, I went to the Amazon. I stayed in the Amazon rainforest in uh, Peru, and we had a tiny hut, and we had no running water, and everything was very, very bare and, um, and minimal. And I remember the first time I came home, and just turning on the faucet and having running clean water available to me any time of day that I wanted, let alone hot clean water, was this like, you know, I'd, I'd always taken it for granted up until that point. Um, and I feel like this practice is such a good way, you know, without shaming yourself for, you know, for having the things that you have to just a, a really great awareness exercise as I'm saying, and, you know, anytime you catch yourself, oh, I have to blank, changing it to I get to blank. It's a huge mindset shift. Yeah. And hey, if you ever want to feel more grateful, and you're having problems with gratitude, go to a developing nation. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get gratitude real fast <laughs> for the simple everyday things you have, like a refrigerator and a dishwasher. So a skill I used to do when I was new to cultivating gratitude that really worked for me was every night before I went to sleep, I had uh, this little pad with my name on it. It was like this little pad of sticky notes my mom gave me. And <laughs> I would write down on there five things I was grateful for from that day. So I just made this little like list, this gratitude list at the end of every day. And it really worked to help me feel calm and soothed and focused on the positive. Because when you're laying down to go to sleep at night is when your mind can start racing. So if you can take that moment to sincerely come up with five things you're grateful for, and hey, it can be just breathing right? Like you can keep it simple, especially if things are going really bad for you right now. Focus on my blood's moving through my body. Amazing. Right? Like just focus on whatever you can to feel grateful about. And that has really helped me. Now I just do it so naturally. I feel like there's just many times a day I'm giving gratitude. I don't have to set aside that special time because I've cultivated giving gratitude as part of my everyday life. But that's a great way to get you going and make yourself beautiful for sleep, as Isaac Shapiro said. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, so our third slowdown skill is a great one to use in relationship. Uh, as a sensuality coach, I talk to a lot of people about relationships and how to make them better. Uh, gratitude is a wonderful tool for that. One thing that my partner and I do before we go to bed is we say six things that we are thankful for about the other person. So it could be something that they did that day. It could just be an aspect about themselves, about them that we're thankful for that they have. We do six. I don't know why we chose that number, but that just happens to be the number that comes. And I really love it, especially on those days that are so full, where my schedule's full, his schedule's full. And then it's at the end of the night. It's such a great way to end the day 
it helps put more points on, on the positive column <laughs> because it's so easy for the brain, which naturally does to just, you know, focus on everything that went wrong. But when you can connect in and you can sincerely tell your partner something that you're thankful for, they feel it, you feel it, and it refocuses you both on the positive aspects of your relationship. You have a habit of gratitude instead of a habit of nagging. Mm. Mm. <laughs> right? And maybe you do six because neuroscience says that it takes five positives to neutralize one negative. So you have to have six or more positive thoughts to start to feel better. That's totally why I picked six. <laughs> Thanks. Good job, Pass Casey. Good job, Pass Casey. Um, so yeah, and I noticed, you know, I'm 12 years into my relationship and it's still fresh. It's still full of love. It's still effervescent. And I think a big reason is throughout our day, we are saying thank you, whether it is uh, thank you for doing the dishes or thank you for being nice to me. <laughs> Something I say to Dale a lot. Um, we really make a point of thanking each other. So we've cultivated that attitude of gratitude in our relationship and it keeps it fresh, alive, vibrant, full of love. And you can feel that when you're around you too. Ah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> And for those of you who aren't in partnership, this works with family, this works with coworkers, anybody that you see regularly, um, you can implement this in and just watch, you know, watch their reaction and watch to see how, um, how and if that shifts the dynamics to be a little bit more positive. In fact, I'm going to throw down a gratitude gauntlet to our slowdown fans for the next week, practice this. Practice just saying thank you and pointing out the positives in the people around you, whether it's a partner, coworker, a friend, and see what changes. And go ahead. You can post about it on our Facebook page, slowthefdownshow.com. And if you're really shy, then you can email it to us at slowthefdownshow at gmail.com. And let us know how this experiment, this gratitude experiment goes. Gauntlet thrown down. Do it. Go. <laughs> gratitude gauntlet <laughs> and now for our slowdown playlist yay my slowdown song this episode is thank you by led zeppelin from the album led zeppelin 2 and this song opens my heart every time casey what's your slowdown song james taylor's how sweet it is Oh, it is to be in love by you. That is a sweet song. That is a sweet song. Our slowdown fan, Renee Duba, says that her slowdown song is These Days by Nico. Oh, that's such a great song. It's so cool and chill. And we have all of these songs and links to listen to them posted on Slow the F Down Show on Facebook. And leave us your recommendations, please. We want to hear from you. We want to hear. We keep building our slowdown playlist. We got to have your slowdown song on there, too. So, Elizabeth, what was your favorite part of today's show? 
um, that I had the giggles all the way through it. Well, I always like when we get a little slap happy. I loved all the stories you reminded me of. And I love weaving in neuroscience. That's, I'm such a neuroscience geek. That's just how I get excited. Um, and there's so much. Gratitude is such a rich, rich topic. We could probably just have a podcast about gratitude and talk about it all the time. So I, I feel thankful <laughs> for getting to do a podcast about gratitude. Casey, what was your favorite part of today's show? You know, gratitude is one of those things that I, I feel like I've put the most time Ooh. embodying, like, but the, the most time into embodying and really, really practicing. And I, I loved nerding out on the, the neuroscience piece of this is because it takes it just from a, oh, this is a nice thing to do to like, this is something that is good for your health. It's something yeah. that can improve your finances. Yeah. Um, help with anxiety depression the list goes on and on and um i just i really enjoyed that piece yeah yeah me too so cool slow down fans you can always tell us what your favorite part of today's show was leave it in the comments wherever you listen to our podcast on our next episode slow the f down with holiday stress Ugh. thank you for slowing down with us and enjoy your slowdown if you love our show, please take one minute right now and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to our podcast. You have no idea how much this helps us. Thank you so much. And remember, Elizabeth and I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions. Go to slowthefdownshow.com to schedule your free consultation.